the Las Vegas, baby. We taking over. Ness Heyman. Mr. Vegas, you are Mr. Las Vegas. I get in every fucking shit. They want me there. TBV presents a ring walk with Danny. Ring walk, Danny. Owen Bama, only in America. Because I fight for the people. I go for you and you and you. All these beautiful kids is here. We turn a TBV into the hot 9-7 of boxing. Keep talking from Vegas. You already know if it's a big fight, I'm pulling out. Chicago, we in here. Man, man. From the cotton fields of Alabama. To the casinos of Las Vegas. Mama, I made it. We up early, baby. The grind don't stop. Gilly the kid ain't gonna be the only one around here doing big shit. You are now locked into the Boxing Voice live from Las Vegas with Nesta Gibbs and Ringwalk Danny. This message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. <laughs> What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxer Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, and we will be discussing Jamal Charlo, who is hoping to be facing the Benavidez plant winner, which to us boxing fans, that is great news. But... The question is, will he vacate his WBC title or will he handle his mandatory before waiting for the winner of Benavidez and Plant? So this is what we're going to be discussing here today. We'll get some polls going. We'll open up the phone lines and we'll get your guys' thoughts. Plus, we should be having some interviews here uh scheduled with uh our producer Brandon I think we'll have Jahad Tucker who is fighting on the top rank card out in New York City and uh yeah man we're going to be talking some boxing so if you're joining the live go ahead and uh hit that thumbs up button go ahead and you know share whatever links we have here whether that's the YouTube and or the Discord, which you can use to be calling in right now this fine morning. You know, that's what I miss about Florida. This time, Florida, brother, it'd be so much sun coming in to the studio. And here we are. No sun. I don't know what's up with Twitter, man. I've tried to start a space now like two times. Um, no clue what's going on. Yeah, it's just uh, it's there, but it's it, it it's just not working. Yeah, just giving errors. I swear, Twitter sucks. I thought it was cool, but it's pretty garbage. But anyway, yeah, man, let's get into the details of this. I mean, I you know I don't know how I feel about this, nor do I know how you guys feel. But um, my issue is. You have a mandatory, so you about to do your mandatory the way that Canelo did you, essentially. You acting like you don't know who Carlos Adamas is. You've been offered the fight before he was your mandatory. You didn't take it because, obviously, you know, uh, Adamas told me. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, what's going on here? You know, 
he's been missing from boxing for a while, and when he comes back, he's like, Bivol, what up? Me and you, let's fight. Obviously, uh, that's at, I don't know, 168, a catch weight maybe, 75 for Bivol's title because Bivol's not going to come down to 60. So, you know, and it's cool. It's cool. Jamal's in a situation, in a place where, you know, he wants to make the money. Right? So let him let him do that. Let him do that. All right, now Twitter's finally working. I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't know. But, uh, you know, he's in a place where he probably wants to make money and look for the bigger fights. But it'll be hypocritical of him and his fans, right? Because like Canelo was looking for the bigger fight, more money fight, right? People wanted... Charlo to get his shot. They were mad that Canelo didn't give him his shot, that he took franchise and that he moved up, yada, yada, yada. So Charlo obviously needs to consider facing his mandatory, who isn't a big deal, right? Like Adamus has already lost to uh, the Brazilian, Patrick Texeria. Um, Adamus, like Charlo, is a... Natural, uh, 154-pounder. You know, yes, they have grown. Yes, they probably have filled into whatever respected division they're in. But, you know, they both started in the same weight. You know, um, could possibly uh, maybe even lower for Adamus. I'll check, but I doubt it. But, you know, we did see uh, Montiel and Monguilla, they were at 47, you know. So, uh, again, what's Charlo going to do? Is he is he going to await the winner to just show up? Or is he going to at least get one off in, in between that, right? Like, you know, and, and I get it. Uh, Adamus isn't a tune-up. You know, but shout out the Tank, shout out to Earl, you know, that they don't take the normal tune-ups, you know what I mean? So, uh, what could I say? I would like to see what Charlo's going to do because, again, I'm not mad at him if he wants to get the big fight, go ahead and do that. But then you got to vacate to give Adamus an opportunity to, you know, make the money that you're making as a champion, a defending champion. You get to make more money. And it's it, it sucks because he, he literally stood up in front of the WBC committee and asked for Charlo not to be stripped because he wanted to fight the champion. So that's something you don't see every day. Why? Because, you know, the pockets control the mind and you know since your pockets control your mind it's like well fuck fighting him if he ain't available let me just be elevated to full champion so now I get the bigger purse split with mandatories and you know purse bids and I'm the champion now so my purse goes up 
You know, so we'll see. And I don't want to make it all bitter, right? Because it is sweet. It's like finally, you know, we've been wanting Jamal to move up and fight Plant and Benavides for some time now. Uh, and look, it's never on our time because the Plant and Benavides fight didn't happen on our time. It's happening, you know, early March, according to Plant, who just announced that yesterday on his uh, social media. But you know that Michael Benson already repurposed it and, and has it all out for us. So I'll screen share that. Um, and later this afternoon at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we'll be having our second show from the Wind Casino. Same number to call in is 1425-569-5241. You can use that same number to call in this afternoon. And once I get this cropped right, I'll give you the screen share here. Just so you know, obviously, where this information is coming from in terms of plant indicating that, you know, the Benavidez fight will take place in early March. And, it, you know, um, we knew March. We didn't know how soon. So early March is good news, you know, which means what exactly when we're thinking of Charlo, who's the main topic here. Um, for me, off top, that means... You can't fight the winner the earliest June. And that's me being like super optimistic, right? Like the earliest has to be June as an optimistic person. Now, truthfully, they'd probably do something like September, Mexican Independence Day maybe, right? Because... If you're going to wait, you get Plant, who's already been in the, the ring with Canelo. Now, if Plant wins, him and Canelo obviously may do it on September, you know. Uh, Canelo, I don't think he can walk away from someone that got him to 800,000 pay-per-view buys. You know, he made $50 million up front. Then he got backside. So, sheesh. There's no way if Plant beats Benavidez, who's Mexican and Ecuadorian, but Mexican in the eyes of many. So if Plant takes out Benavidez, then you know he's in that show in September. Again, leaving Charlo out. So I think, I think Charlo should just handle Carlos Adamas to get the rust off. And then wait and see how the dominoes fall because it really doesn't seem to be anything set in stone. You know, the, the, the timeline just doesn't match up. Because, again, even if it's Benavidez that beats Plant, what do you think is going to happen? Come on. The public is going to demand that Canelo get in the ring with Benavidez. Now, the only way Canelo can swerve that is obviously rematching Bivol. No one's going to be mad at Canelo for not facing uh, 
Pupupuru Benavidez when he's trying to avenge his loss with Bivol. So that gives Canelo a way out. But again, what about Charlo? Who, since coming out from a very long layoff and, you know, we haven't really seen him in the media doing interviews. First thing he's talking is 68, even 75. He wants to fight Bivol. Now this new, I want to fight the winner, which is 68. So will he vacate? And if he does, again, the question becomes, what does Adamas do and how does he win that title? He is interim, so he may get elevated um, and not have to face anyone. But by being elevated, I'm pretty sure he's going to receive two mandatories. But I'm probably wrong on that. Not 100% sure. If somebody wants to go ahead and do the due diligence and look it up for me, no problem. But let me give you this screen share here. Oh, not that one, but this one of the rankings. At 160 for the WBC. So if Charlo vacates, Mongia has already turned down the, the, the Adamus fight. So, again, I think... Uh, you don't see Adamas in these rankings because he is interim champion. And that's why he's not in the WBC rankings because as a champ, quote-unquote, you can't be ranked, right? So that would mean that Adamas would get elevated and, and maybe, maybe... Um, he gets a fight with Jaime as a mandatory sometime next year. But the WBC rankings are starting to look good. If I'm Charlo, I don't go anywhere. And I see you on Twitter. I'm coming right to you after this sentence. Um, if I'm Charlo, I don't go anywhere. Yeah, I get it. Benavidez plant is a bigger fight. All good. Um, but, yo... One, two, three, I mean, you already did four, but one, two, three, plus your, your mandatory Adamas, that's that's good fights for you to build a, a middleweight legacy. So you beat Adamas, your interim champ. You beat Jaime, your number one. Chris Eubank, your number two. Rayota Marota, your number three. Damn, Twitter, uh, this Jaya Tucker calling us. So hold off for a sec. What up, champ? How are you? All right. I think maybe his connection is bad. So, Twitter, we're going to go to you in the meantime. You know he in New York City. It's probably windy out there. What up? Ja, you there? That's enough. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, I do. You there? Hello. What's up? You got your camera on? Yeah, uh, I'm now coming now. Huh. All right. So, Brandon, you might have to handle that because he 
doesn't sound like he's connected. All right. But on Twitter, are you there? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm yeah. Mr. Tucker? All right. Well, I need to figure something out here. Okay. I lost my caller on Twitter, and I don't know what that was uh, or who that was because I'm pretty sure Jaya Tucker talks pretty clear English. Um, But if he said... Can you see me and hear me? I don't see you or hear you. We're going to keep it moving in the meantime, in between time. If you are on Discord, you want to go ahead and call in, give us your thoughts on Jamal Charlo announcing that he wants the winner of Keller Plant and Benavidez, which... Plant came out yesterday and announced that that's going to happen early March. So we have to at least consider first and second week of March. And, uh, man, I hope that lands out here in Vegas. Um, You know, obviously with Benavidez having a following in Phoenix and, um, you know, it just makes sense. Plant's from Vegas. And uh, Tennessee. Uh, so, yeah, okay. So, they're saying he says he's connected. All right, we're going to try this one more time and see what up. Down, down. All right. Tell him to come on in. What up? Mr. Tucker, you there? Well, uh, I think he's got that New York City service, and uh, that's probably what's going on. Um, But we'll continue to try if we can get him. And, yeah, we'll go from there. In the meantime, in between time, don't forget we have uh, a number to call in if you want to voice your opinion. You want to tell us your thoughts on Jamal Charlo, whether you think, you know, he should wait for the winner, fight his mandatory and wait for the winner. And, all right, we're going to try Mr. Tucker again. All right. Mr. Tucker, you there? Hello. Yeah. He's not having 
good service or something. And this is the issues with show business, I swear. I, I, I'm not getting it. Can't be that hot. There he goes again. All right. We're going to try again. And he's gone again. Mr. Tucker. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's up, bro? Yes, I'm good. Brandon should see these issues and just be like, look, it's not it's not working. We'll get you next time. Uh, but how are you, bro? Man, all good. Champ cannot complain. It's a cold morning, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. It's a cold morning. It's funny you say that because I was just saying how I miss Florida because, you know, at this time I'd have so much sun and warmth. <laughs> It's n almost 10 o'clock over there, so it's like, yeah, it's pretty cold and dark out here this time of year, which is uh, strange and unexpected for a new guy moving to uh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, man. But we're talking Jamal Charlo. Obviously, he announced yesterday that uh, he's hoping to be facing the winner of Benavidez versus Plant. Um, I'll go all over it again unless you were listening on the way because yes. uh, I think that there is uh, really no timeline for him. Like, when can he fight him? If this fight with Benavidez Plant, which Plant just announced is happening early March, which, you know, we'll just go with the second week and first week, eliminating those as the targeted dates. Uh, you know, the fastest turnaround in a perfect, beautiful world would be June which would make no sense. Uh, Charlo's not the A-side. Why are we doing it in June? Why are we going to Houston, right? Uh, it would make more sense for Plant, Benavidez, whoever that winner is, both have the Mexican Canelo clout. What do I mean? Obviously, Plant faced Canelo, and if he wins, I don't even think there's a Charlo fight or possibility. Why? Because, you know, this is what I'm saying. Th like, I literally said it on air. It's not going to work. Mr. Tucker, you there? All right. Well, let's uh, see. Can we do this? Uh, apologies as we are having. And he dropped again. Some technical difficulty trying to get Jihad Tucker on. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, yo, Brandon. <laughs> Check it out, champ. All right, y'all hear me now? You got it now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was happening? You in the basement? No, man, I'm in the top floor. They got you in the dungeon over yeah. there. I thought Top Rank was treating you good. Oh, uh, man, let me show you something. Let me show you something, Swain. Hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, man, you killed the service. Okay. <laughs> you tell me how you're doing the Wi-Fi tonight. Yeah, the Wi-Fi disconnected. About, the Wi-Fi disconnected, yeah, but I disconnected. see you. You on the roof, I see you. Yeah, we on there. They, they, got, they got me up here, but this shit, I mean, it got its perks, but the Wi-Fi is ass, man. Yeah. 
So how you feeling, man? You 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 looking like you in good spirits? Oh yeah, yeah, nah. It's a movie. It's a movie Saturday. It's lit. Okay. How was camp, champ? Excellent. This this shit. This camp was probably one of my best camps. You know, um, I got stronger this camp. I got a lot more experience this camp. You know, I got a lot of good sparring. So I really just can't wait to like to just fight. I just been I've been feeding the fight. Now you just fought. Oh, 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 oh. Explain why you feel you got stronger. I've been doing a lot of different exercises. A lot of different exercises. But specifically just for explosion and shit, you know? So were you working with a strength and conditioning coach? Well, you know, my pop. My pop's always been um what you call it. We got strength and conditioning coaches like um all the time. My pops, bro, he's a mastermind, bro. You feel me? The one thing about him, he does like a lot of research on a lot of different shit. And we have a lot of like expertise around us too. So whenever they, they, they see, they throw in. And whatever he gets from from the sources he gets it from, it, everything works together. And um and I, I, I knocked down a couple of sparring partners, like a few different sparring partners, you feel me? Yeah. So you Where? held camp I got it. You held camp in uh in in Brooklyn or New York? New York, you feel me? East Coast, really, because I was I was in Connecticut, I was out in Brooklyn, I was wow. in Long Island. Wow, damn! You yeah. just about to you about to turn the whole trajectory of this interview into weather. How you doing it in Connecticut? No, we didn't lose him. Oh, I thought I lost you. Yo, how you doing it in Connecticut? It's freezing out there. Oh, you muted yourself. Uh uh. You muted yourself, champ. What you did? We can't hear you. We can't hear you, champ. Unmute uh, yourself. Ah. Uh. Damn. <laughs> Why'd you hear the thing? There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Can't hear you, champ. Hold on one second, champ. Let me bring you back. Oh, we got you. Ah, uh, we got back, you. Yeah, My bad. I, a phone call messed it up. Yeah, no worries, no worries, man. It's show business, man. What you said though, you said that um, the, I was about to change the whole trajectory of the conversation. Yes, because of the weather. How are you doing it in the cold? Like, isn't it? It, yo, it don't hurt to run in that cold. That's the pain, baby. That's where it's. That's where it's at. I'll be on the beach with it. I'll be on the beach running. You feel in me? In the cold. In the cold. For a couple of years now, since I turned pro, so I've been doing five mile, ten mile runs on the beach. In the cold. In the cold. But why? To the point, bro. To the point, bro. To like, That's some it's rocky a mental. Shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's a, it's a real mental challenge too, cause you be out there by yourself. Like, I be out there doly, bro, and it be mad cold. And sometimes, bro, you just be like, God damn, I just wanna get off the, the beach. You get off the beach, bro, you can't really make no phone calls, can't really use your phone, you know, Wi-Fi is bad, and it's mad cold, so you got to get back. So it really just puts you in that mindset of no matter what, bro, the mission has to get complete. You feel me? But there be snow out there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like nothing, so you running in the snow. Yeah, bro, and I run in, I run in Air Monarchs. I don't know if y'all know what those are, but those are dash shoes. You feel me? So they, like, fake heavy. Oh no! I was about to say, Yo, hold is on, you hold running on, in ACGs with fuck, all the snow? Fuck you going running in Air Monarchs, bro? Look, look, that's the white dad shoe. <laughs> he just said that. 
Except he didn't say what you said. Well, uh, I'm <laughs> Bro, I had to really process and like understand that that really came out your mouth. I'm like, wow. I've only what seen God, those in memes and like Walmart. In memes. <laughs> so how'd you get put on those? Um, those Air Monarchs. Yeah. My running shoes had um, like I messed up my running shoes, so I had to get a new pair. I ended up going to a little Nike outlet. And I seen the MRs, I was like, you know what, bro? Fuck it, bro. Let me see what's up with these. Word. <laughs> word. Word. <laughs> Yo, champ, uh, no bullshit though. If it, if if you running outside and it's, you know, ice, you might wanna think about running with some spikes. I know people do that that spikes, run outside yeah. in Chicago because it's slippery. So to get good traction, they run in spikes. Make a lot of sense. I'll fuck around, I might do that for the next fight. Like, you mean like, uh, like, um, not cleats, but shoes with spikes on them. Right, right, right. Not yeah. cleats. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you just fought third week of September. How much time did you have off before you got back in the gym? And when did you get the call for this date? Or did you have it right after the last fight? Oh, uh, I already knew this date. You feel me? Nothing was finalized until maybe around, um, until mid-October, but right out round for they told me, you know, December 10th, make sure you're ready. I said, all right, cool, I'm, I got you. And then, shit, here we are. Um, and as for how many days I had off, I think I had about, I didn't have no more than a week off. I, ha- I had four days off, and I was still training on each of those days, like, just light stuff, you feel me? This camp, my best camp, because this has been, like, the most, um, like, I, I've been most motivated I've been, all year, probably, you know, I just been I really locked in like a lot, and I, I have those spurts. What what what, what, triggered, what triggered motivation or newfound motivation? Nothing really, you know, because um, how can I put it? I always have these spurts where I feel like I, I got my I get my game to a level, and then I know okay I'm about to, I'm about to start playing on a bigger level. I'm about to make a jump, so I just I just amp up my training, like I just start amping everything up. I've always been like that. My last fight, I was on cruise control. I had one hand my last fight. I had just got out of surgery um, on my hand. Let me show y'all. I had got surgery on my, on my left hand. I don't know if y'all could see. Yeah, yeah no, we, we can see it. We can yeah. see it. I, I, um, I messed up my hand like years ago, like seven years ago. But I finally got surgery on it. You feel me? And it was like this. So it, it was pretty. it was pretty messed up. I had one hand and I did my thing. So I was like, yo, if I could do this on this level right here, let me if I could just amp up again and like just raise raise my performance again, bro. And I know by this fight, my hand is gonna be good money. Bro, I, I took that opportunity and ran with it. It's like let's get it. So obviously you're in the welterweight division, but you're only 19 years old. Do you see yourself? Winning the world title in that division, obviously being so young, you're gonna yeah. continue to grow. Yeah. Well, with me is I'm not I'm not like the average 19 year old fighter. Feel me? I'm a dude that's like, I'm coming. I'm I'm, I'm taking no prisoners, bro. I'm coming for everything. You feel me? Like I'm up. Uh, I see world championship. I know next year 2023 is gonna be a very important year, not just for myself, but from the welterweight division as a whole, because we'll see a lot more things get to open up, what moves are made, you know. Um, 
and things of that nature, lining everything up for 2024. And by that time, I should be in contention, you know? But I'm, 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 I'm ready, though, man. I'll take a world championship fight right now. Anybody. What? You nine fights in, champ. Swear to God, bro. Who you, who, who you been sparring got you feeling that way? Bro, I sparred guy there with a couple different dudes, man. I sparred Shakur. Uh, sparred, um, For uh, this Africa. This camp? I sparred Shakur twice. I ain't sparred him this camp, though. I'm just telling you one thing. I sparred Africa this camp, though. Africa, okay. Richard, Richard Hitchens. Yep, sparred yep. Africa. Um, I sparred Trayvon Marshall. Um, I sparred this Russian dude who was like, he had like 300 amateur fights. He just came in from overseas. Feel me? Um, I had a lot of good sparring. I got some tough dudes out in out in Connecticut. Dudes like 15 and 0. Uh, you know, solid pros. They not like like name brand pros, but they solid though. You feel me? And um, I got a lot of good work this camp, man. Hell yeah. So, man, you want a title shot so soon? That's uh, I well, I mean, look, a lot of guys are uh in your, you know. Not weight class, but like your, um, I guess, generation, right? You know, because Keyshawn is looking for a shot at Roley. And this Saturday, he'll be taking on a former champ, uh, Juan Carlos Burgos, who, you know, that is a formidable test for him. So, yeah, you know, that's a good fight. And uh, then, you know, Jared Anderson, he's stepping up. So I get your hunger to move up. I just didn't expect you'd be looking for a world title um, at 47 and so soon. So, like, what welterweight you see you ready to pick off? I had one of them, bro. Whoever, whoever nah, opportunity. Anyone. Nah, nah, you feel nah, me? Nah. Anyone, anyone is difficult. There's a lot of people out there. Yo, bro, like I said, bro, anyone, bro. The, the the Crawfords of the world, the Spencer of the world, the Ennis of the world. Wait, you jumping straight to the top. The next, dude, even... not, the, next dude, the next dude from top rank that I want to really get get in with, because I know this would be a good takedown and they could move me up, Uh, uh Giovanni Sullitan, something like that. He like oh, 30 and Oh, Stantillion. Yeah, yeah, Stantillion. yeah. Yeah, he yeah nah, he, had, he had undefeated. He a nice fighter, you feel me? I know his ranking. He he ranked a certain level, you feel me? Yo, bro, I'm, I'm with it. He, he was top rank. I'm with top rank. Let's get it. You feel me? Wow. Um, anybody, bro, so, bro. So I'm, wait, I mean, if anything, bro. Who's your manager? Jay Prince. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, bro, I'm, 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 yo, I'm ready. Like, I've been ready. I've been ready. I mean, Stantillion been in there. It's pretty tough, yo. Pull up Stantillion. He's been in there with some guys. Um, no, you don't no, want, you don't want bro. like a, 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 a former world champ for like a, like a Louis Colazzo. That's. You know? Ah, uh, nah. Um, Louis Colazzo. Louis, I came from the same gym as Louis Colazzo, bro. When I was oh. a little dude, when I was younger, I used to tr I used to train underneath them. Like they was when they was champions yeah, and yeah. stuff. You know, Danny Jacobs and all those dudes back in Starrett. But like, bro, trust me, bro. I'm I'm ready, bro. I'm I'm ready. I ask whoever, bro. Whoever, whoever, whoever. It don't even matter. Wow, that's a jump. Yeah. So you blowing yeah. this guy out then? Yeah, this guy's getting crunched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I told you, bro, like, I mean, of course, my main focus is this Saturday, you feel me? Of course, that's no questions asked. However, 
just talking for the future, bro. Al, this is a this is a Quentin public service Randall. announcement. Yo, my boy Quentin Randall Quentin just went Randall. in with him. That's crazy, Quentin and he Randall. talked Yo. hella. He talked. I like he that talked. fight. What? Oh, nah, oh, you like son, that fight for him? Yeah. I got, I got some work. I got some work with my son Quentin Randall too. Earlier this year, that's my son. Damn, he called him his son. Damn. Not my, not my son, not my son, but you know That's that New York shit. I hear you, I yeah, hear you. I'm, yeah. from, I'm from Jersey, so I know I'm just fucking throwing salt on it. No, <laughs> <laughs> bro. This is a, this a, this a um, public service announcement to, to everybody at 147, though. You feel me? Yeah. I'm, I'm here, all right? I want so, y'all to so tune in So what do the matchmakers at top? Because they the best at what they do. Like, you might feel this way. What yeah. is Brad... And Bruce saying, "Are oh, they gonna let the leash off?" They with, bro. They with the shit. Look at my last. Look at my last. Um, all my opponents from this year. Look at the jump. No, I look see it, it, but but it ain't a it ain't a Stantillion jump. It ain't a Lewis Colazzo jump. The next year, shout. The next year should be. Though, I'm trying to tell you. You saying okay? So you saying 2023? 2023, of course. This guy got to step on him nicely. You feel me? But um, <laughs> after this, after after him though, bro. Uh, 2023 is looking like a real movie year, bro. We gonna have some big fights. Not big fights, but some fights that's gonna prep me up for those big fights. And and do like if I say if I said. What's the rush? Do you think it's a rush? Nah. I was saying this when I was like 17. Back then, I'd say it was a rush. I'm um, not saying I wouldn't have won, but it, it, it was just the stuff that I learned from 17 till now, because I went pro at 17. It was stuff I learned from 17 till now. It's crazy. Now it's like unfair to these guys is what I'm saying. It's not going to be fair like, at all. Mm. When's, Before the they had a time, when's the last time you've been to the top rank gym? Top brand gym. I was supposed to go this camp. You feel me? Uh, a lot of discrepancies and stuff. So I ended up just saying on the East Coast. But I'm popping out there. And by um, supposed to go, you mean they wanted you to go, or you wanted yeah. to relocate and 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 nah, obviously nah, they wanted me. They would. They would. Top rank was telling me, "Yo, come to the gym. Come to the gym." You feel me? I you know, got family and stuff. You feel me? See, they want to put them eyes on you, though. You want that leash let yeah, loose. They I need got, that. They, they want to see you in spawn, and that is so dumb. Yeah, nah, bro, bro. I can't, <laughs> yo, you got to understand, bro. I can't, I, I couldn't wait to go out there because I already know what time it is, bro. You feel me? Like, I've, I've been in there with some of the best dudes in the business, bro. I know what time it is, bro. It's so like, I, I got to ask because I'm, uh, you know, curiosity killed the cat. But, uh, you know, yeah. that's how interviews are done. What's your upbringing like? Cause I, I'm just trying to pinpoint: is this all just your competitiveness, or are it's you just, in a rush to make been, the money? Nah, man, this this been. I live in Long Island, bro. You feel me? Oh, you chilling? I'm chilling, bro. This is what I've been doing, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you I'm gonna show you something. I'm gonna show you my amateur career, right? I'm gonna, and this is gonna give you everything you need to know. I I was box. I started boxing when I was seven, right? I boxed from about seven to twelve. I, 7 to 13, I quit at 13, got back into boxing at 15, was unranked, I had about seven fights. Um, by the end of that year that I got back into boxing, I was number one in the country. And by June of the next year, I, was, I had one international with Team USA. Okay. In about maybe, uh, in, in all those fights, I'd say I may have fought 10 fights to get from zero to not even rank, to get from not even ranked to number one in the country to, um, to like, Essentially, the number one 16-year-old in the world in about 10 fights but who you as an amateur. But who you beat on the way up? Bro, I beat national champ. Bro, I beat like, I mean, because T.O. was from Brooklyn at one point of time, and he was a big yeah. chubby boy, so I don't know. Did y'all meet? 
Nah, nah, they keep older than me. They way older than me. You're 19. Bro, I went pro when I was 17. I, I went down to J Prince Gym when I was 17. So, Tiger, you had to have fought Tiger. Nah, he older than me. Damn. Remember, bro, remember when you 16, you fight in 15, 16, and then COVID happened the year I turned 17. So when there was no tournaments and none of that, you feel me? Yeah. So 17 now, bro, Jay Prince and them called me. They're like, yo, bro, we interested. Come down to Houston. Boom, come down to Houston. I sparred Kelvin, Kelvin, for Kelvin Davis, I sparred um, um, Keon. I didn't get Keyshawn. He had like an ankle injury, you feel me? At the time, he was, he was injured. Oh, so but, that, um, was, that was your audition with sparring one of the Davis brothers? Nah, sparring Shakur. But you said you spelled Kelvin. I sparred Kelvin, Keon, and Shakur. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The first day but I sparred th- but those two. That's an audition, dudes. though. You had to do that in that- front of James Prince. Yeah. Okay. That was your audition, you know? Yo, he fucked did, it. Did, did he take the glasses off at all? Or did he? Because I know he had shades on. Did he take them off? Took the gla- he took the glasses off. He took me. He took the glasses off. He took me and my pops, right? Right after the sparring, me and my pops took, took us in the pickup truck. All right, cool. He pulled up to the gas station. He called somebody. He like, yo, bring them Mercedes. They put they they meet him at the gas station. Bring them Mercedes. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. So we it's like it's a Maybach too. So we jump in that bitch and he starts talking to my pops. He like he like, yo, I want to sign your son. He's really special. On oh, some real or oh, some real Godfather type talk. You feel me? <laughs> in the back of the in, <laughs> the, in the back of the back <laughs> in the back, bro. Or oh, some real crazy shit, bro. And um after that, you know, um I come back down to Houston about a month later. We get everything finalized. No, before I actually go back to Houston, I went to California because there was another set of guys out there who wanted to sign me. You feel me? Jamel Herring's people in them. Um, I sparred Sergey Lipinets. You feel me? Um, I sparred a couple other guys. But Yo, I want to no, know, how, how does sparring go with Kelvin and Keon? I mean, you already know. He got signed. Well, go, what, what happens in the gym, stay in the gym. Those are my boys. You feel me? And uh, what you call it? But, no, I um, thought it was self-explanatory that you obviously did good because James Prince signed you. He wouldn't yeah, want to. I mean, you went out there, you had to spar in front of him. Then you get mm-hmm. in the car. Then he says you special. I want to sign your son. So I mean, he obviously seen whatever he seen and 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 was uh content. Yeah, you know. But still, I'm also still my boys. You feel me? I fuck with them niggas heavy. Uh, sure. regardless, regardless though, we got um. So California, cool. I go to California. Jay calls right back, like, "Yo, pull up to Houston. Let's get this shit done now." Feel me? Cause those dudes in Cali was trying to sign me, and there was some dudes what back dude? from New York. Um, Jamel hearing people in them, and um, and um, oh. um, um, wild card, wild card, wild card boxing. Um, that's like their promotion. Um, but then after that, and I had dudes from back home trying to sign me. Steve Hines and them, they had like I think they, he said he got like the, the I forgot who he got right now, but he got somebody special right now from overseas or some shit. Hmm. Regardless though, Jay Prince called immediately. He like, yo, let's go get this done. So we fly out to Houston off rip. He take us to the penthouse. Feel me? We, we ink the deal, and yo, I get my first fight about a month later, and shit, here we are now. What year was that? Twenty twenty. That was the end of twenty twenty. So all your fights have been I've with been, him. Yeah, yeah. I've been on top rank since jump, since they seventeen. Move, they moving you like crazy. I'm bro. We calling for it. Whenever they send an opponent, bro, I, bro, I don't even ask them, bro. I don't even like. I'm not those dudes who be like, uh, you know, 
looking for an opponent that's tailor fit or looking for it to look bro i'm looking Average for the five for, fights for, for, for the records bro i'm looking for them records bro i'm loving i'm loving what i'm getting now but i know i can get more i want to take out somebody with a substantial amount of fights who's undefeated or maybe even one loss but substantial amount of fights though like you know 20 30 you know Cause now, I, cause, yeah or do you want Stantillion because he would top rank and of because of his ranking? Mm -hmm. Is it just it's, based it's, on it's that? Just, it's just based on the it's just based on the business. It would be the easiest fight to make with yep. um with somebody who got a good ranking. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, as for preference on who I want to fight, like I say, it, it don't really matter. Whoever comes, they they gonna come as long as it's somebody. No, top. no, no, no. Yeah. I get it. I just wanted to yeah. hear you say it so that it oh, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that I yeah. know that you are that intelligent, you understand yeah. the game. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. call out, you could call out a, a Blair Cobb hypothetically, but he's with yeah. Golden Boy, and you know, yeah, yeah, that's not this, gonna happen for now. This is something that you could definitely do. So, yeah, how something often feasible. have you watched them fight? Watched them fight a couple times, couple times. So you're not can, impressed whatsoever. Boy could fight. It's just different, bro. I'm telling you, bro. It's just different. It just, it just, what do you bro, see? What do you see as just like big fight, your Super Bowl fight down the my, line? My Super Bowl fight down yeah. the line. Yeah. It's right now. The right now these divisions is on fire. Boxing is in a great place right now. You know, mm -hmm. so it's a lot of stuff that could happen. You know, Hi, right now hypothetically it's looking like a Virgil Lortiz or an Ennis. That's like a Super Bowl. You know, but there's also dudes coming up with me who on the same hunt that I'm on too. You feel me? So. Everything go every, oh, everything go fall into place. Oh, being from the East Coast, you tell him you ain't going down to Philly. I'm going out of what you mean? You ain't been down to Philly to get that Ennis work. We reached out. No answers. Ah, uh, discrepancies. Feel me? <laughs> That's the second time you use that. We gonna have to, we gonna have to have an off air conversation what? about what discrepancies I mean bet. for him. <laughs> bet, 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 but bet, bet. I do like the Stantillian fight. So uh, before we move on, have have how long have you been asking top rank and specifically the matchmakers, or do you not talk to them and you only talk to James Prince and he handles everything else? We talked to the matchmakers. So what happened was, like I said, when we first got in the game, man. My me and my pops, it was just like whatever. You know, my, you know how my pops, he come off like Tio pops. You dig what I'm trying to say? He telling you, yo, give us anybody. He fighting anybody. We being anybody. And yeah. to his point, to his point, that's a fact. Feel me? But yo, the matchmaker, you understand is he's like he come off like Tio pops. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like so after that, now, bro. Um, you know, Brad and Brad Goodman and, 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 and Bruce, they like, yo, you know, listen. We hear and Antonio Leonard. He like yo, listen. We hear everything. We believe you. Just understand, yo. It's a business. We got you. Don't worry. So once they told us that, we just shut the fuck up and just started taking the fights. And um, once they started get, but I just know every time that I take a fight, I take a, a guy who 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 they going they going it's gonna count. You feel me? I'm not gonna fight some dude that's like made no sense. Like it's something that's gonna be some type of entertainment value. And for and for me, like when I'm in the ring, I don't want to just beat up on a guy who I'm. I'm gonna beat up on anybody regardless, but I want some resistance at least, you know. For sure. Word. Now I I wanna I wanna ask. I was trying to pull up the highlights first, but I feel like I see you take risk in there to be an entertainer. Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. You're right. Okay. At certain occasions, there's times time, time place for everything. 
Yo, hey, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Didn't uh didn't Top Rank just announce the signing of uh Brian Norman? Yes. Brian Julia. Norman, I spar with Brian Norman. Yup, I know Brian Norman. I spar Brian Norman, you feel me? I hear he's um, strong. How strong is it is it true that he's strong? Cause they like, yo, he's strong. Nah, he boy strong, boy strong. Every day. Boy, it's strong. He is strong. He do got that right. strength. Mm. So is 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 there any in I just because you said you guys spar, um, mm-hmm. and not just him, but is there anybody in the sport that it's like, yeah, I'll never fight him just because we too close, or you know, we you know we're boys or whatever. You, you you know what it is. Hard to say, man. It's real hard to say. Of course, I like it to be that way. You feel me? Because when I go in the ring, I, I I'm aiming to take your head off. You know, I, I I you know, but um, I love for it to be that way. But that's just not the game we in. You know. Uh, maybe down the line or something, I could I could say that. But as of right now, it's, it's free smoke, baby. <laughs> yeah, I like. I, I Yo, like I, I didn't know and, you and, were like this. And, I love your no, attitude. No, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm I'm one of the people that I've I have felt like, and I've inter- I've interviewed you in person before as well. But I have right. felt like uh, I'm like yo, he like I felt like you was really trying to um. You know, show off in the ring, and I'm like, bro, you gotta be careful. Yes. You gotta be careful. <laughs> you know what We're I'm fine. saying? Because um, I, I just feel like, uh, you know, shit, the the knockouts, the entertainment value that's gonna come. But I mean, you definitely deliver. But I'm one of those people. I'm like, oh shit, you gotta, gotta, be you gotta watch careful. out. You gotta be careful. You know, and even that's a fact, bro. Because sometimes, what well, I had to learn, like, all my fights this year, bro, have been learning experiences you feel me whether it be whether it be i dominate or whether it be uh uh well i always dominate but whether it be how good i look you feel me like my fight my third fight this year second fight i should say when i was in march at the garden feel me i had i fought and i beat the guy i dominated but it wasn't like it wasn't a dominant performance if you get what i'm trying to say you know and um it was a lot of different things reasons to that including what I was doing inside the ring and my showboating and stuff like that. And that's how I was fighting. My hands was down and stuff. So after that fight, my pops went back to the drawing board and we just made some edits. And ever since we made those edits, bro, now, now like, I'm like, I'm now I'm world championship caliber. Now I got to go out there and prove it. That's it. So when you're talking to these matchmakers, they don't express concern. Because now I definitely got the highlights on And I was right. I do remember you. You take chances. A lot. Yeah, nah, they, but they don't I don't want to say I don't want to say that's wrong, right? Because we was just having yeah. a conversation with Nico Ali, and he's like, "Look, you know, my trainers are allowing me to be me, and imagine if they didn't allow my grandfather to be who he was, right? So maybe your style is yeah. just who you are." Yes, yeah, that's just who I am, bro. I'll be. Spe- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say just so you could get a a better understanding. Specifically, he was saying how you know he's been through numerous trainers, and now the team he uh-huh. has. He has a experienced veteran trainer, and then he has a young trainer, and he's Word. he says it's a good balance because sometimes the older trainers they they ain't trying to hear that you know your 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 ankle hurt. They ain't trying to hear about yeah. your body needing rest, you know. Yeah. So, well, I got the so I got I got I'm gonna show you my corner right now. I got I got Terry Simpson, and I got my pops. For me, Terry Simpson, he a, he a coach. He trained like mad world champions, probably like 20, 25 world champions. And countless of other pros. He he got like a lot of experience. He's trained with Chris Eubank and all those guys. You feel me? He got a lot of experience. 
And um, he helped grow my talents tremendously. Also, you know, my dad, my dad, he never boxed a day in his life. But uh, one thing about my pops, he just, he, he studies the game like a lot. He just does hours and hours and hours and hours of film study, hours of, of live action training of just watching me spar and telling me, yo, this is going on and stuff. And he learns from all the older guys. Like Andre was there. He's in my corner too. He's just not in my corner, but he in the gym with us, training with us since I was a kid. So I'm like seven. Yeah, you feel I me? know, I know, I know Dre, man. He's such a nice guy. Oh yeah, hell yeah. You know how it goes, yeah. baby. He had a lot of oh. he had a lot of good fighters, man. You know, yeah. coming up. He had Comey before, you know, any losses, yeah. Jacobs, you know, uh Curtis yeah. Stevens, Saddam Ali. Obviously all the young guys. What young guys? Andre Roger? Yeah. Oh no, I'm thinking of You thinking uh, of Sosa. Sosa. You thinking of Sosa? Yeah. Sosa, I be in the gym with Sosa. Sosa be giving me tips. I be in cops and kids sparring, so you know I and I know Sosa for a long time. Who you sparring cops and kids? I've been sparring cops and kids for like the for like the entire year. I was sparring with B Hop um earlier, you know, earlier this what? year. Yeah, I was born with, with, with a Bobby. Wait, wait, wait. You welterweight, so you got to be like 58 in the gym. Bro, I walk around. It's not until recently I started adding more muscle because, you know, I am I'm, got stronger. But regularly, I walk around like a buck 60, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sparring B-Hop? Man. B-Hop. Um, I spar. I also go up, too. I spar. Um, um. White chocolate. He, he must have been really wanting that Frank Martin fight he was sparring you. <laughs> nah, bro. But B-Hop is a competitive thing. You pull up to him, you got to step in there with him, bro. You feel me? Like, it's not right if you don't. Another small guy I got in there with, Shushu. I got in there with Shushu probably twice. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yo, but them dudes, they, they bro, them niggas, they when, you, when you pull up. Yeah, hell yeah, of course. You feel me? Um, I sparred white chocolate, you know, a Bobby. Yeah, yeah, Bobby. yeah, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah, I got I've been some watching him spar since he was 16, man. I watched him. The first time right. I ever seen him spar, he sparred Daniel Jacobs. You know, I, I was impressed, man. Um, I just hope he continues to develop. Because he went with yeah, Goosen now, right? Yeah. Yeah, he with Goosen now. I think he with Goosen. Wait, I'm sorry. Hey, bring up the key. Uh, yeah. So, um... But Mr. Tucker, yeah, let me get to some of these questions from the people, man, before the, before go ahead, go ahead. I forget. I got uh, Brandon in Houston. It says, last time we had you on the show, you said mm. you would be ready to beat Crawford in two years. Do you still feel like you are on the same trajectory? Jesus, you know, look, first of all, I'm sponsored. It's legal here. But you know I smoke weed if I forgot you said that the last time we... Damn, how you said you ready for Crawford in two years? Yo, this guy is bold. Yeah. <laughs> Crawford gonna bite you to camp. Watch. Oh, you muted yourself again? He got another call. Damn. Hang up, call back in. There you go. We'll wait for him. Man, I, that ended up being pretty fun, though. I'm gonna leave his name there. Hopefully, he comes back and just be like, floop. Word. Yeah, no, um... Definitely uh, does not bite this tongue in any sense. Nah, that that question that uh, Brandon just said would have opened it up. How you ready for Crawford in two years? This generation, boy, I, I just, tell you. I feel like he was getting I ready. love it, though. I, because, as again, my only sport I watch, Danny, so to see these guys so hungry and eager to go to the top, like. No, nah, absolutely. Whoa. And I was just going to say, I feel like his response to that 
was going to be like, I feel like I'm ready for Crawford now. Because <laughs> he said it. You know, he I don't said know. Earlier. He need to get invited in the camp, bro. They bold. They bold. He said earlier. Listen, in the listen let me tell you. It's cool if he don't jump on, um, but I was going, you know, I'm a, I am impressed because, like, if he if they really give him Stantilli, and that's number eight, like, he's literally coming. If you give him that fight and he wins, uh-oh. All right, you guys, I'm sorry. You guys hear me now? Yeah, 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 no worries. Yeah, but um, you said two years ago, I said I, I, I'd be ready to beat Crawford in two years. Yeah, of course. I, no, no, I'm, no, I'm not here. two years ago. The last time we had you on, which I can't even remember. It, it, it was earlier this year. So, I don't know. I'd say maybe around April, May time frame. Mm. So, basically, he got 14-something, 16-something months <laughs> to complete shit. the task. Yeah. Oh shit! He dropped again. I ain't even notice he oh dropped. Oh my! <laughs> Fucking nuts. shout out to Broadway, Joel. I see you. Yo, uh, Danny and the producer doing a, uh, Broadway's book for Friday had to win. You know what I'm saying? They lo meal. but we I ain't put it on the schedule. But y'all just got the notice. You know we got Bernie too, though, right? On Friday? Yeah, and I'm leaving yeah. early f- uh, Friday. Even better. Even better than Omeo, you take Danny's seat. Get okay, what? I'm leaving like Oh, shit, the audition. Uh Uh-oh. The voice of the people with the voice of Dominican boxing. Uh Uh-oh. All right, so, Brandon, tell him we good, man. We good. It's fight week. Tell him do his thing. We going to take some calls. We got a lot of people on Twitter spaces. Yo, I can't believe, I can't believe this shit. What? So I saw, I got the notification that Brittany uh, Griner got freed. Oh, really? Yes. She's here? She's, uh, they say she is in custody of U.S. authorities. Okay. So maybe on her way back, but. Bro, but that means. Hold on, watch this, though. No, I don't got tell the me it's connected to something else. Yeah, I had got, bro, they did a fucking swap. Yes, for the Mexican dude? No, for the uh, Russian arms dealer. You sure? Yeah. Because, bro. There's a Mexican cartel dude that gone disappeared, and the and the government, American government, have him as release. He wasn't supposed to be released till 2056. Uh. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, this shit legit like this. But bro, but let me. Tell I mean, you look. Something. I mean, look. Bro, yo, no, I no, never no, no, was no, with no, that. No, no, no. Let me tell you something, bro. It's, this is so crazy to me because the number one thing they preach is we don't. Uh, negotiate. negotiate, but 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 I'm glad that they did bro. because it's like, why else am I living in this country if you ain't gonna come to get me when I'm in no. trouble? And, and look, I, like I said, once again, I'm happy. And that's always been my thought. Look, like no, Big Brother got me. No, listen, and once again, I'm my ha- blue I'm passport ha- I'm, saves I'm, me. I, I'm happy. Uh, Fuck that. I'm happy she's free, and I've honestly been a, a fan since she was at Baylor. I've been watching her ball. Out. I wonder how life's gonna I've be for her, her coming back. Oh man, she's gonna sure get hella endorsements. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a, a long road, I'm sure, mentally. Yeah, she's probably traumatized. Like, I don't know that she ever plays ball again. Oof. Like, I mean, why? She's about to be richer than ever because of a lot of endorsements and book deals and all yeah, that shit, but bro. Movie that deal? trauma. But, yeah, let me tell you something. Who could play her? Let me see. Let me. T- this is so... Ooh, cr- she could be... We got to get Sanaa Lathan to play her. But even those, those, those dreads? Yeah. 
side because she played in Love and Basketball mad years ago. You too young for that. But let's get back to boxing, bro. I got mad calls. I'm too young for that. You watch Love and Basketball? Bro, what? What you did in Netflix and chill? Nah, bro. <laughs> I, rem- I was legit watching Love and Basketball. Yo, you don't know nothing about no Love and Basketball. Listen, if you want Twitter spaces, go ahead and request well, say, to speak. He said, I score, you strip. You score, <laughs> I strip. No, he said, you score, I drop something. Yo, uh, go ahead and request to speak on Twitter spaces. We are taking calls on Blog Talk. Don't forget the number is one four two five five six nine. 5241, press 1, one time to voice your opinion right here. Oh, oh we got a bunch of people from, uh, look, that's Buffalo Falls, both of those. Um, and on Discord, same thing, raise your hand. If not, bro, early day, have it my way. It's okay, Trust man. Me, Listen, uh, I could you know, you could tell either. Danny needs to sleep. My man needs to no, sleep honestly, every day. No, honestly, no. I uh, feel better than I did yesterday. Yesterday, oh really? Oh, yesterday I was struggling, Papa. Oh, uh oh, big Gucci Nick. Yesterday was rough. What? Yo, I made it to the gym yesterday. I knocked out three shows. We did Border Wars. For anybody that don't know what Border Wars is, check out yesterday's episode. Oh yeah, how did that go? Went pretty well. Big Gucci, you gotta unmute. Yo, what up? What up? Shout out to Joe. Everybody know what to do. Smash that like. Smash that subscribe. Yo, oh my God, y'all took your call. Yo, yo, Brandon is wowing. Brandon, what's going on, man? Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, We hear you, we hear you. Yeah, man, great show, man. Uh, About the topic. Um, Y'all really think he's gonna... I kind of came in a little bit late, but, like, is he really looking at the winner? Like, is that where he's headed? The winner that, faces Charlo? Or is that's he just his quotes to like Fight Hub. Yeah, him? man. Oh, so it's it's pretty much just like a call-out. He isn't in, like, an eliminator or whatever to face Hell the winner. Hell no. He got, he, got, he got a Domus Problemas. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think he takes out Adamus for sure. Uh, one sixty eight. Yup. Yeah, man. Like one sixty eight. Uh, it's coming together real good, man. You just got Andrade moving up there. Charlo's up there. <clears throat> you got the king of the division in there, and we might have Bivol coming down too. So like one sixty eight's looking real spicy, man. I'm glad to see the place boxing's in right now, man. It's looking real good. Oh, uh, hey, who was that guy you y'all interviewed earlier? Kind of got in like towards the end. That was Jahai Tucker. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I kind of figure. I I like Jahai Tucker, man. That was a great interview. Uh, he isn't he really like a one fifty four though? I thought, but he's nah, like, nah, nah. His box rack. He he was doing them all at forty seven. I mean. He literally making weight, too, like 43, 45, 44, 46, 47, 46, he just, 47, he, 47, 47. He just messes us. He's like, the connection here is ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell him tell him it's all good, man. Hit him up, because Brandon's scared to do it. Parece. Just tell him we yeah, good. Man, we that... we going to do it after the big win, man. I hear you, though. Go Yo, ahead. That was, a, that, was a, that was a great interview, Ness. Y'all, y'all killing it, man. Y'all killing it. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to <laughs> Yo, Ring he's Walk so. Danny. 
Yo, big Gucci Nick, I'm sorry to laugh during your call. My man just sent the <laughs> message. Good, he just sent the message like, yo, fuck it. Let me call through the phone. Like, yo, he's so official. But nah, tell him it's good. We got more than enough. We'll get him after the win and do a victory lap. But go ahead, big Gucci. Yeah, sorry. It's all it's all good, bro. It's all good. Um yeah, man, keep up the great content, y'all, man. Y'all doing a fantastic job, man. Y'all getting in all kinds of fighters. Y'all getting in fighters that we don't even know what's going on. Like Ronald Gavril, I thought he fell off the face of the earth, man. But it seems like, you know, he's looking for a fight. Hopefully he gets that fight, man. He he legit sound like he came to y'all, you know, seeking for advice. You know what I mean? Because y'all get all these big interviews with managers, promoters, fighters. You, now y'all got fighters actually coming to y'all, uh, you know, seeking for advice and shit, man. So shout out to y'all, you know, really doing it big, even like, you know, trying to help fighters and shit, man. Uh, but that's my call, man. I, I'll catch you later, Ness. I'll catch you on the next one. Shout out to Ringwalk Danny putting in that Let's work go, too, champ. Man, Let's the, go. With the translation, Danny got that versatile background, man. With no, the let me translation tell you. Uh, in clutch. Let me tell you, I think, I think uh, it finally clicked. Nesta's been on my ass uh, pretty much since he moved or since he's been out here about, you know, the translating. But, you know, I just got the compliment of my life on my translation. Really? So, so, oh, Bumgana? Uh, oh, on my Spanish speaking. So, you know, I'm like, you know, I might have to take take this more serious. I told you. I told you, you know <laughs> yo, what? And you should yo, offer Dan. her to to take her, you take, for her to take you with her to be your, her personal Spanish translator. So that she can open up her Mexican market. And then that's going to open up doors for you because other fighters like Beltran, you should have, when we was, I mean, you know, again, he's still mad young. He's not seeing the, the doors that he could open. But when we was in, in, in Mexico, you should have told Beltran the same thing. Bro, my man is all over too. You seen him at the fight, right? Or no? When we was ringside? Oh, yeah. He all over. He a little bit of a star in the Mexican community too, right? It's hard for him to get to his seat. Oh, 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 absolutely, bro. A lot of people bro, asking to take, take pictures, pictures with him. all the time. Let yeah, me tell I'm you. like, whoa, isn't this a dude? Like, he ain't, has he done something since being knocked out to Valdez like that? See, that's the beauty of Mexican community. Oh, Y'all fuck with him heavy no matter what. Win, lose, draw, especially by front phrase knockout, and he's still yeah. like. That's his uh, meaning to say Berchel, guys, sorry. Who would I say? Beltran. I meant Berchel. Yes. No, I. We oh, that's here. why. That's why you was like when I said he's a bit of a star. Yeah, but I figured. But we. Yeah, was I here. meant Berchel. Yeah, we was here. We was here. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure you was feeling his little mink too, right? He had like a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. sort of animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh. The jacket was nice. I figured you was into that. I, I was. I was not gonna lie. I was a bit surprised, given like, I know it was raining. But um, I thought it was like a bit much. I thought that was more like New York, maybe LA, cause it was cold. You know what I'm um, saying? Um, it was it was pretty chill in Phoenix. It was pretty chilly. He that you was so? a yeah, and uh, cause I that just, was an indoor arena. I just had a pullover sweater. That's it. I mean, you ain't Bertel, baby. No, nah, I hear you. You, know, I'm you ain't about to take a million pictures. That's what I was shocked. I was shocked. So many people were taking pictures of him, but uh. Broadway Joel, what it do? Especially off a knockout like that, man. You know, I, I, Anthony Durrell would love to be treated like that off this loss. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it.
Who we got though? Joel was just waiting for him to unmute. What's, what's going? What's going? Now nah, you? I didn't want to interrupt y'all. Nah, in you good? You what's good? Going on, man? Chilling, chilling. Yo, for, for, first thing I want to say is, I'm gonna need to learn anything Spanish, how to make mangu, karate, anything. She can hit me up. She, she don't need Danny. She need to learn anything at all. Bro, you, you know what I'm saying? You can't translate like me, champ. Yeah, I, I saw you struggling in that Hector Luis Garcia. I saw you. I yeah, saw but that's because that's Caribbean dialect. You know I, I could man? do both. You see, I could do both. <laughs> I could nah, do both. Bro, there you go. Bro, I got him. I've seen your show, him. champ. I've seen your show. Sorry. I know, I know. Nah, it, nah. It's more than I. <laughs> nah, on the cooking, though? On, on the cooking? On the cooking? What, he cooks on? You cook on your channel? No, nah, oh, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. nah, but he talking about like the mango, bro. Yeah, like mango. I know, I know mango. Yeah, I don't know nothing about no mango. No. So if she want to hit you up no, on no. Caribbean cooking, you know, she could hit you up for Caribbean. Who, who are we talking about? She said, he said if Alicia. But I'm gonna. Oh, y'all terrible. I can't believe how many people be having <laughs> arguments over a girl. She's not none of y'all's. What nah, is nah, nah, nah. <laughs> y'all no, terrible. I'm, I'm talking about the translating. I'm, I'm saying the, I'm a better translator if you want to say you see, a better that's, cook. That's, cool. That's all I'm saying. Nah, oh. I, 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 agree, agree to disagree. Agree, agree to disagree. <laughs> but anyways, I, I just came to talk on the topic. Uh, uh, Jamal Charlo. Yo, if he talking about fighting Bivol when he pulling up on a fight, and he talking about fighting Benavidez, when, uh, uh, fighting Benavidez or plant the winner, then vacate that fucking belt. Don't be having my man Adamus walking around with an interim belt when you over here talking about you fighting that 68. Obviously, you not hurt anymore. You talking about these big boys. Vacate that belt or fight my man. That's it. My man is ready. He fought an eliminator against Deverinchenko. He was the underdog. Be him, which is a common opponent with Charlo. And then went on to smoke Montiel, who gave Charlo problems and went to decision. So if you, if that belt, if you talk about 68, cool. Do whatever the fuck you want at 68. You can knock everybody out. But vacate that belt or fight my man at 60. Don't ignore him. I, I don't like that shit. I, I, I thought the, the WBC did some bullshit. They should have made him champion in recess. Champion I mean, in Meredith. I mean, ho, ho, ho. And make Carlos Adamas. But it was it was Adamus' right. fault, bro. He the one said, I don't want him to be stripped. I want to fight the champ. He could have pushed for it. He didn't push for it. He he literally got up there and said, don't strip him. I want to take the belt from the champion. So you got to respect it. But at the same time, he wasn't thinking with his pockets, man. Because, you know, you get that elevation and you see Charlo later when his percentage is smaller. Damn, I I I I I ain't know he did that. Yeah, I saw him no, he, he requested yeah. to be the mandatory. I re I remember he requested to be the mandatory. Nah, bro, uh, it's literally uh, on audio. Like he literally, they asked him to speak. He stood up and he's. I was like, I was shocked. Like it's on our live. I'm like, bro, he just. And I and you know again, you know you gotta respect it. Like you know he's on some competitive shit, but you know he should have just took that elevation. Now I'm not saying they would have yeah. elevated him. I'm agree. not saying I'm not saying they would have, but and maybe, they asked him and his opinion, and he his opinion it, was I want to fight so the champion. So if you're elevated, is that looked at as a vacant in the sense? That's what I was on, saying earlier and, and, that and, you get the two mandatory. I, I was saying I think so. I, I'm, I'm not cool sure. With that. Yeah, but that's what I'm, I'm saying. Cool maybe Adamus isn't. Maybe he's like fuck that. I don't want to. 
Like, maybe he has other plans. Like, why the fuck? Yeah, but honestly speaking, looking at the rankings, it, 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 if it is that way, because this is all hypothetical, it hasn't been confirmed, because that what Danny is speaking of, that I know of, to be factual, only pertains to winning a vacant, vacant WBC yes, title. Correct. So that you're forced. So you're forced to have two mandatory. Yeah. You're forced to have two uh, mandatories. Well, bro, did you just sneeze? <laughs> nah, that was like a car zooming by. Oh. Yeah, nah, 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 I'm in New York, man. There's mad noise here. But, nah, but uh, that, that's all I got for today. Nah, 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 I'm not on the subway. But uh, 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 that's all I got for today. I just want to say any Central Americans, Mexicans, Caribbean, Spanish, want some real translation? Oh. Come to death row. Oh. Come to death row. Hey, Come yo, to blow hey, yo, he did a shoot night on you. On YouTube. <laughs> all right? All right, man. You fellas have a good day, man. I'll see you guys next week. For sure, Chad. My man did a motherfucking shook night on you, bro. Bro, I went on his show and told him you were the real voice of Dominican boxing, bro. Oh, so nah. y'all been having a few? Nah, I did nah, see nah, that episode. No, no you was fear. mad aggressive with that. I'm like, damn, Danny, what's up? But uh, nah, who next? Nah. Looking like that's what North Carolina. Let me double check. Double check. It's a number off. In the meantime, Chicago. we going to Ohio on Twitter. Majid, what up? If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to smash that thumbs up button. Get and help us with this algorithm. Let's get this episode and this channel in the eyes of other boxing fans. We're trying to be the first podcast with a million subscribers. Right now, we're only at 159,500 and some shit. So we need about 500 and some more. Majid, is you there? Majid. Majid is Sid. Sid is Majid. He's not there. We're going to move on to in the 774. That's one off from Chicago. 773 Chicago. That's Boston. Looking like Georgie. Yo, I haven't heard this intro in forever. I know I don't do intros like that, but this is a classic. Play that shit. Yo, first of all, let me say, I don't play Showtime to see you all day. I'm not even putting a goddamn motherfucking effort. If I want to see some motherfuckers, just fight. I pick up a phone with somebody in the street. Don't need that shit. You don't love that score, my dude? Just move along. Gone. Fuck you. Man, quite crazy. Whoa. Whoa, what's up? Hey, yo. Why you sound like you in the bus? Hey, KJ, George. Nigga, I'm over here going to the, um, well, don't worry when the fuck I'm going back. Bro, how many people in the car, bro? Yeah, nigga, I'm riding with my boy. With Benny. Anyway, so listen, all I got to say, all I got to say is that these people are prima donna. Who's a, pre who's a prima donna? Everybody on boxing, yo, let me burn for one minute, baby. Just let me remember. One minute. You're always defending that these people put their life on the line. Nigga, they're fucking policemen, firemen, 300,000 motherfuckers who put their life on the line every day. They do that shit, what, every six months? Fuck out of here. Fans got to put more pressure on these people to fight, especially when they're in the upper, upper echelon like Crawford and shit. Now Charlotte's talking about this. They're begging for fights. Why do you want to see these people fight when they're mad old? Why do you want to see these people fight when they're about to hit 40, 30 years old? Why? 
Man, everybody support TVB. I got to go. I'm out. Mm. All right. All right. Let's try Majid again. Came the vent today. What up? Yo, yo, what's Perfect. up? You can hear me? Perfect. Loud and clear. All right. Everybody need to like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and Patreon for something. I'm looking at it like this simply, man. They're like, God damn, we got to deal with more no fights happening because of this reason and that reason, and we got to fucking try to figure out ways to make reasons why, oh, yeah, he ain't going to get do his shot. I'm like, man, let that man get his shot, you know what I'm saying? Get something good on the resume. Like, we want to see him with somebody that we think might be able to do something. So it's like, how the fuck long we going to um, wait? You know, and then I kind of want to address another thing because I just keep seeing it and shit. I got you on my TV so I can see the chat and all that. All these people, I'm like, everybody waiting to hear from Loma. When the fuck he going to fight Lomachenko? They want to hear from Usyk. When the fuck he fight in Fury or whatever for Undisputed, I ain't hear not one motherfucking none of these calls. Well, I'm, I'm lying. Maybe like three people, you know, get they shout out to Ukraine for what they going through and all of that shit. But nobody talk about Russia and what the fuck they doing every day continuously with weapons. But as soon as they let one black girl out or whatever, people are, oh, they trade, 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 what, traded it for an arms dealer? Ain't all the motherfuckers armed that's fucking bombing Ukraine that nobody talk about every day? So these people in the chat, especially those UK motherfuckers, come on, have some respect on human life, nigga. Like, people die every day and y'all don't say nothing. But as soon as one person get free, we making a big-ass problem like she shutting the guy out. Stop that bullshit. I feel like it's fucking racist. Y'all niggas suck. Speak up about what's going on with Ukraine and Russia every day if y'all going to speak up today. But that's all I got, man. For sure. Thank you for calling in. Yo, the algorithm is crazy, yo. The Jihad Tucker uh, interview came up. I don't know why they ain't titled it that Crawford uh, quote, but he put he said another one of nobody at 135 to 160 beats me. Jesus, could he go down too? Because he was at 144 in some of them earlier fights. Right. So uh, that was Majid in Ohio. Remember, if you want to speak, go ahead and request on Twitter Spaces. And to all my Twitter Spaces listeners, go ahead and retweet. Go ahead and uh, share the space so we get some other callers here. On Discord, if you want to talk, raise your hand. And anybody calling in on a landline, 1425-569-5241 is the number to call. We got a $10 super chat from my boy Optimus Prime. He says, I met Jaha in person. Such a humble dude. Definitely an official dude. But listen, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up as uh, we got callers, but no one is looking to speak. So we've... Talked all the talk we're going to do. My final thoughts is, uh, unlike Joel, um, I don't think Charlo should vacate. I know that Benavidez and Plant and Canelo, they all at 68. But right now, finally, after so long, the 60-pound division looks decent. Uh, he could get three to four straight fights of notable names and finish out his middleweight career uh, pretty nice. Um, I'm going to wait a minute. Screen share here, and you can see Charlo is your champion 
Adamus is not ranked because he's the interim, so that would make him hypothetically Charlo's first fight. Jaime could be the second fight. Munguia, uh, I mean, Eubank can be the third fight. And in a perfect world, Rayota Morota would be your fourth middleweight fight before you move up because you've already beat Dervianchenko. Now, it might not work out that way. You know, you might only get Adamus and Jaime, but that's still good. Or Adamus and Eubank, that's still good for your middleweight legacy, you know. Um, but I get it. Andre is also now on that side of the street. Andre is getting a tune-up with DeMond Nicholson at 68. So all the smoke, the challenges, they're obviously at the division above. And, uh, you know... Quite unfortunate for us because, again, this division has now gotten top heavy in the BC. Don't forget you got Laura, who's got the WBA. He may uh, fight Golovkin as that's been mandated. So if Charlo sticks around and Laura gets the real belt, now you got an in-house unification, something you've never done. I was just going to ask. Something your brother's done. Something your brother's done. So, like, there should be some urgency there. For whatever reason, Carlos Adamas is also the interim champion in the WBO. I don't know if that's going... I don't know if you can be two interim champions. I think it's just the fool that, you know... Because I know Adamas called out Johnny Beck. We'll see, do they offer him the fight, especially if he's still the interim after being called the interim for the WBC. We got a speaker, General Camino. Yo. What up? Can hear me? Perfect. What up, champ? Cool, cool, cool. I just want to say, yo, first of all, that Jahai interview, great job on that. As far as, like, yeah, as far as him, like, getting, like, you know, new competition and stuff like that. I think either Keyshawn or that kid, Kid Austin, would be a good fight for home. What y'all think on that? Um, I like both fights if he really could get that low because both of those guys are at 35. We, that, was oh, okay. a, that was an older interview that we did with him where he said no one from 35 to 60 could beat him. Today, he was only talking about welterweight. So we didn't like oh. double back and find out is he still willing to go down. Got you. Well, even Giovanni is a good fight. I just don't know if Giovanni would take that. I mean, the kid's only, what, like 9-0? You ain't going to get in the ring with nobody like that who's going to knock you off, especially if you got 30 wins and no defeats. That's kind of crazy. Make them, they got to make them – they got to give them the Loma hype. You know, the Loma, Rigo, you know, even Shakur. Shakur, Shakur at what, 13, 12 fights had his first world title, so Jaha right on track if he could get the Stantillion fight. He might end up in a vacant. That's a good point. Okay, I hear y'all. But yeah, I definitely just wanted to tune in. Everybody hit that like button on YouTube. Retweet on Twitter. Let's and, you go. Know, Let's best go, boxing champ. podcast in the world, man. We, we appreciate you, it. man. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. We appreciate you. But yeah, him taking out the number eight in the WBO. Obviously, WBO having a good relationship with top rank. I mean, again, um, if we go to the rankings in the WBO, and uh, let's see here. We talking 47. 
He beat Stantillion. He's number eight. Cody Crowley's PBC. We ain't got to worry about that. Um, Avenesian will get knocked off now for losing to Crawford, hypothetically, unless he pulls off the upset. Alexis Rocha, Golden Boy, might be willing to do something with him versus top rank because he's, you know, not necessarily their first tier welterweight. Connor Ben is on the, you know, banned substance list, so to speak. Keith Thurman's on the other side of the street, won't fight, plus may end up fighting Keith and 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 having to do a reset or retire. Jerron Ennis fighting for the interim versus Cameron in the IBF, so we don't have to worry about him in the WBL. So, I mean, yo, Jaha Tucker honestly could end up in a fucking Crawford fight 12, 18 months from now. Or less. Or less. I mean, bro. Debate me how these dudes in front of him, like Virgil's already said no. Virgil's already said no. He's in an eliminator that's going to purse bid. We'll be talking about that today at 12 o'clock on our Win Casino show. Uh, we'll be talking the Immensus Denonius and Virgil Ortiz purse bid, the date. And what's going to happen with that, as well as the new and very exciting news for Optimistic Ness. Don't give me your thoughts, but just let it blow up in your head. Mm-hmm. WWE is looking to acquire. They're looking to make acquisitions in boxing. So, obviously, I would want to hope that they ain't going right at top rank and trying to buy them. But that would be better to buy a big established boxing promoter rather than a a, a smaller one and then become the big four. Because we already got fucking three, right? Golden Boy, not really. But Matchroom, DAZN, let's just say DAZN, PBC Showtime, ESPN as broadcasters. WWE, though, I'm so excited to talk about this. So please join me at 12 o'clock. We're going to be using our landline to call in 1425-569-5241. But, bro, these guys, last time, I haven't even checked right now. Last time I checked, they had like 96 million YouTube subscribers alone. Like, imagine just a fucking fight on their YouTube channel for on-demand views, you know, just upload it there. If I'm a fighter, I'm good with that because I'm going to get that publicity. People will see me. Um, It's Don't give me the numbers now. That's for 12 o'clock. Don't do it. I know where he's going. I don't want the new subscriber count because I check very randomly. The first time I ever checked, they were like at 56 million. Then me and Danny had another WWE conversation. All of a sudden, they're like at 96 million. So it's just insane at what rapid rate they grow. And uh, I would be head over heels if, 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 if she, because it is Stephanie Mc, McMahon who is looking to do some shit. But look, we're going to wrap it up because uh, I see nobody on Twitter spaces with the request, nor on Discord. And that leaves blog talk as well with nothing. My name is Ness GTO. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ness GTO. 
And catch me right here at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time where, once again, we'll be talking more welterweight division, but as well as this very new, exciting news about the WWE. Let's just cross our fingers and hope that uh, they want to buy every fucking promoter out there. I mean, they probably can, too. Where can they find you, Sleepy Time? Greenwald, Danny, Instagram, and Twitter. Catch us 12 p.m. Pacific, live from the wind. Peace. We out.